Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 414 Deli. It's your boy, Cisco, and I'm not here with your boy, Ryan. I'm here with my homie, Saad. Saad, how you doing? Hey, yo, how you doing, Cisco? Thanks so much for having me on. What's Appreciate up, you. everybody? Appreciate you filling in, man. Ryan, uh, Ryan's not in this week. Uh, him and his wife, they had the, their son on Monday. Bennett Cole, welcome to the world, Bennett Cole. Congrats to Ryan. Congrats, Ryan. Yep, and uh, they they got they they went home yesterday, so shout out to them. So I got my homie with me, uh, filling in, so I don't have to talk by myself. I appreciate you. Uh, and what we're gonna talk about today, uh, obviously, the NBA wrapped up their season with the Denver Nuggets beating Miami for the championship. Um, I mean, what do you think, bro? It's pretty lopsided series, eh? It went exactly how most people were saying. I don't know. I thought maybe five, six games exactly went, what, five games? Five games, yeah. The better team won. Heat just looked exhausted. Um, Jokic, now all the hype's going to be on him and stuff. But that team's good, man. The Nuggets, they they remind me of a little, like, Kobe Shaq 2.0 vibes, but, like, not – not Kobe Shaq, obviously, because that's that's crazy standards. But Murray and Jokic could do some things for years to come. What do well, you? Well, yeah, I, I definitely think. I mean, it, it it makes you think, right? Obviously, Murray got hurt in twenty twenty one, missed what all of twenty twenty two, basically. I believe. Yeah. Yep. And now he's back, and you know, obviously, you look at that situation, you're like, okay, he was hurt, like most of the people that have these injuries, right, they never, like, fully return to 100%, maybe, you know, 90. Some, I mean, I guess do some do come back. But he, I mean, he made you think, like, damn, could they have been in the finals the last two years? Bro, could, he was bald. Could they, could they have been, you know what I mean, 2021, could they have been the people or the team that the Bucks went up against uh, instead of the Suns, you know what well, I mean? I think, I think they actually lost to the Suns that year. and They, they did. Lost. They got swept. They got well, yeah, but also, dude, Murray was balling, man. He was looking good. Made me kind of think like it would be nice to have that, but you know, every team has that in their run. Like yeah. we had Chris, Jordan's got Pippen, Curry had Clay or Durant, you know, LeBron, yeah, had yeah, Kyrie, yeah. that type of stuff. So, yeah, for you- sure, that you know what I mean. And that's funny you say that about the LeBron thing because I, uh, you know, obviously with the NBA Finals wrapping up this week, like. In my Facebook memories, I had a status, I think it was the other day, that referenced like how everybody was giving LeBron the props when Kyrie was the one that kind of carried that team. I mean, he had like multiple 30, 40 point games uh, in that. I wouldn't say he carried them. Well, I, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh. let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. It was Batman but, Robin type of shit. But yeah, he, he, he carried the secondary load, right? Obviously, LeBron did his thing, but. Like everybody gave LeBron the credit, but really, if it wasn't for him stepping up in his role, like they would have never got there. Is kind of what I was saying. So it's funny that you yeah. bring that up. But no, I actually see that now that you say that, man. Like if you think about it, just thinking about LeBron and Kyrie, think about our situation with Giannis and Chris, and now Jokic and Murray. Jokic is obviously the MVP, the guy. But Murray was the guy that you would give him the ball if you have to take that last second shot. Same with everybody yeah. I just listed, like with Chris, with Giannis, with Kyrie, with LeBron. I feel like that's just how it goes, and that's how you make these teams that, that win and will compete for years to come. Well, and I think, too, there's got to be like a, a little bit of unselfishness from the from the big star, right? I mean, you saw Jokic. Like, Jokic was willing to let the people around him like do their thing and do what they had to do. Like he's not uh, like, I mean, I shouldn't say he's not this type of guy, but he is okay. Not being the guy that takes over. Like he's okay with like, Hey, getting these other people involved. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, man, he can take over a game, but he really showed that. I think like, he's a good, you know, he's a good passer. So he gets a lot of assists. You know what I mean? That's the, I think that's the thing that people really, you know, it's like, oh, he can score, he can dominate, he can rebound, he can assist, you know, and, and they try to give him that push over. But, I mean, he is good. He is good getting the ball out, you know what I mean? He had some crazy passes in this finals, you know, and uh, I think that that, like, having that 
characteristic and your star player really helps you shine. Like it really gives you a better chance at winning a championship because they're not full like AI, bro. AI didn't trust nobody. I felt like he was the man, right? He took every shot. He yep. was the guy. He really wasn't, you know, he wasn't looking to Eric Snow. I mean, not that Eric, you know what I mean? These guys didn't have good games or Young play a role, but you know what I'm saying? Like he, he wasn't, I don't know if he was willing to let that be an option for him. You know what I mean? Whereas Jokic is like, Murray's cooking, you know, or whoever, you know, Caldwell Pope is having a good game. I'll, I'll look for him with these passes. I don't need to make every basket. So like, Bro, that's that. That's the team. That's where I think Mike Malone or whoever, like, the whole team is really good at that. Because even Murray, who we were just talking about, I think he averaged 10 assists a game through this finals. And, like, did pretty well assist-wise per game throughout the playoffs. And it was, like, two people that are distributing the ball like that. They got people, like, people that know their role, you know, like Michael Porter. He knows that he's a catch-and-shoot guy. I love his shot, man. That yeah. shot is beautiful. Um, who else? I mean, Aaron, Gordon. Aaron Gordon, Gordon really stepped up for them, but on I feel like on both sides of the ball. Yeah, Gordon's their guy on defense. He was, like, locking people down, but then I think he had some games where he scored, what, like a couple 20-point games in the yeah. finals. And, like, and it's, it's, it's crazy and to see him, like, to see him evolve, right? Because when he was in Orlando, like, I feel like he was made to be the star, and maybe he's just, he's not the star, player you know what I mean but like seeing him come into his own on defense like I mean what do you hear like people say like you hoop right I'm not a hooper but you hoop so like if you can play defense bro I feel like you always have a spot on the team like defense is the first thing they teach you bro I don't know if you remember uh you remember Michael Redman yeah he came in the league because of his defense from Ohio State and then he developed his weird looking shot and and it worked out but that's that's what they teach when you're young and stuff is you just get down, bend your knees, ass to the ground type of vibe, and just that will get you where you need to go. That's basics, and you just work on defense, and you'll get there. Yeah, so but, I, feel, I, I feel like they – like Gordon on that team really – like I think he was like the third most, most important player uh, and not Porter. Like I feel yeah. like, it, you know, they, they, they give it to Porter – because of his offensive ability, but I think Gordon's defense makes him the third most third most important player on that team. And they just had a really – I mean, I felt like they just had a really well-put-together team. You know what I mean? And that's credit to the GM, Calvin Booth, who, yeah, he wasn't an NBA star, but he played in the league for, you know, yeah. a good amount of years. And those guys, they just know, like, they know the dynamic of a team. They know what it takes to win, right? Like, if yep. you played in the league 10 years, you know what it's like to, you know, you've been on probably some bad teams. You might have been on some good teams. So, like, you really know the type of guys that you need. or And, you know, like, you can look at a guy and say, hey, this guy's got potential. They just didn't use him, you know, in, in the best way at the team he was before. So, like, I think you got to really give – you got to really give uh, Calvin Booth credit you know what I mean, for putting that team together. And obviously Mike Malone is a good coach. He's, you know, had success there. But yeah. I, I definitely feel like they were the better team. And Definitely, I wanna... bro. Uh, not to cut you off, but, like, talking about management, man, I think Bruce Brown, KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, like, those two are people that they brought in last year or the year before or something. And big keys they, this year, the playoffs, like, the, the finals. They knew their role. And they performed. I think I want to say Bruce Brown had the game-winning layup. Like, Murray missed that mid-range jumper, and they were down by one. And then Bruce Brown got the offensive rebound, put it back in. Oh, yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. It was, this it was him. shit like that. Like, KCP, I remember, like, ran down the court and, like, stripped the ball out of Jimmy's hand on an easy layup opportunity yep. for Jimmy. Like, shit like that. Like, uh Give it up, bro. Jeff Green and Ish Smith, they finally won a ring. They got a ring. <laughs> Who else? Jeff, DeAndre Jeff Jordan. Green actually played some valuable minutes. Jeff Green is a stud, bro. He was out against like us. He balls out every that, time. Like, he's like one of those dudes that just, like, has a knack for the sport, right? Like, mm-hmm. maybe not, like, great player, but just, like, like a Robert Ory. You know what I mean? Like, people talk, say whatever you want, but. Big shot Bob, bro, like, Robert already knew what to do. Like, he knew that he was, like, okay, I'm 
maybe not that guy anymore. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, because things change. You know, you transition. Yeah, you transition from college to the league, and some guys have they have an issue like, oh, I'm not that dude no more. Like, you know what I mean? They try to be that dude, and some guys are smart and say, you know what? Man, I'm playing with the best of the best. I am no longer that dude, but there's one thing that I can do that these other people can't, and that's this. And that, you know, so like, and again, credit to the management, to the GM, like putting these guys together, like, hey, these guys fit. They they really had a good team, but I do feel like Miami also just kind of like they gassed ran. out. Yep, that's exactly how it looked, man. You know what I mean? You like remember, they, you know that meme of Jimmy, like in the bubble where he's like on his knees huffing and puffing. That's just seemed how it was, like, since the nearing the end of the Celtics till the end of this series. Yeah. That's how it looked. I mean, it's ridiculous if you think if you think about the the run that Miami had. Like, I know that there are, like, no moral victories in sports, but to think about – they beat the number one seed Bucks, right? Yeah. Us, our team. Like, they beat the Bucks four to one. Granted, mm-hmm. Giannis missed three games, right? But still, they beat the number one seed. Then they beat the Knicks. I don't, you know, I didn't think the Knicks were that good. But, you know, they still, being the eighth seed, you beat the five seed. And then they beat the Celtics, who. Hey, man, that was big for Knicks fans, though, bro. They ain't going to forget about this one. No, no. They don't take that shit for granted. They know that in New York. What is their, like, bang, bang, boom, or something? They say something up there that's like. Well, I don't know what they say. They ain't been super relevant, but. But you know what I mean? I'm just thinking about like the the Heat, like how many surprises they had. Like they they were on the verge of not even being in the playoffs. Like bro, they were the, beating they us. They were they were the seven seed and had to play that seven eight game, right? And then they yep. lost that game and had to play the winner of the the nine ten game. And then you know what I mean? They so basically they were on the verge of not even being in the playoffs, and they went off on a run without Tyler Hero, who I'm not a I. Just the guy annoys me just looking at him, but he's a player. You know what I mean? Like Oladipo. I won't take away. You know they lost Oladipo, so like maybe you know I'm not gonna say that Tyler Hero changes anything. You know what I mean? I I think that him going down gave opportunities for guys like Struess and gave Vincent and um, Duncan Robinson. Uh, Duncan Robinson, dude. Duncan Robinson. I was saying this to my guy. When we lost to the Miami, I said mm. the Bucks are notorious, like under Coach Bud, and actually just in general, they're notorious for letting like the guys that are either scrubs or just having the worst like year of their career go off on them, and that's what happened. Duncan Robinson was oh like, yeah the worst year of his career, and went started going off against the Bucks, and then he he didn't really let up. You know what I mean? I mean he wasn't. He wasn't as good, I think, as he was maybe the the. No, he, he lost it like the last couple of years, bro. That's why Struess came up on their team, because Duncan Robinson was their guy, but then he like lost confidence after the bubble or some shit, and then they got Struess and Duncan Robinson hadn't played for shit until he. Well, it's, and it's crazy because Struess, Struess, and who else? Gabe Vincent were on their roster when we swept them in twenty twenty one. Were they? Okay. So, I mean, they have the experience, you know what I mean? So, like, I guess, too, like, that was a huge thing that you saw, right, watching is all these undrafted guys, all these undrafted guys. But these guys, some of these guys had the experience. They've been on the team for a minute. But, you know, I give them credit for that. But I I just think that they were, like, like, they ran into a buzzsaw. Like, they just, they grinded, they grinded so hard to get to where they were, and they just, like, kind of just didn't have it, you know what I mean? And, like, I feel like that happens sometimes in, in sports. Like you go on a terrific run, and then at the end, it's not really the two best teams playing each other. It's just the two best teams of the playoffs. Because I mean, yep, who's healthy at, too? It's all a lot of yeah, it is health it's a lot of. I mean, look at the Packers, right? They that twenty ten, they were a wild card team, right? Mm-hmm. And we won the Super Bowl. Like who's we hot just at got the end, hot bro. at the right time. We weren't the best team in the league. We we just got hot. You know, yeah, so- I wanted to also add uh, before we stop talking about the Heat because I don't want to talk too much about the Heat because it's the Nuggets. They won their first ship, you know. Yeah. Like, good shit for the Nuggets. We should be forty-seven years, bro. Looking- yeah, bro. That's like good shit for Denver. I was actually happy for Denver. 
I kind of found myself rooting for the Heat a couple games just to hope that it was a series. But like you said, man, they were in the uh, they were in that like outside of the tournament or the play in tournament shit, right? To get in the playoffs, they were literally, I want to say, losing by a couple points to the Bulls with just a couple minutes left, and like yeah. they were and close they to being out, out. Yep. Yep. And so you know, but but that's the. That's the nature of the game, right? You, you mm-hmm. just got to get hot. You got to give when the opportunity is given to you. And they made the most of their opportunity. But, the, you know, Denver was a solid team. You know what I mean? They had a, obviously what Deep, they're, the, man. They're, the, they're the number one seed in the West this year. Yep. Um, you know, but you, you kind of and it's funny because like I, so to to, tra- to to transition, right, you had sent me a, a message and you were explaining to me that they were comparing Jokic to 2021 Giannis winning the championship and kind of putting him like above Giannis. Yeah. Would you agree? Like you agree that's okay. what was going so, on? So I got a lot of things to that. Can we, okay, can we, can we go back just one more second before we yeah, start yeah, with yeah. that? Cause I do want to talk about that like a lot. Because I think that is very based on time. Like, Jokic just won, so now the narrative will be, like, Jokic is better than Yanni. When Yanni won, Yanni was the best player in the world. When Steph won last year, it was Steph. Okay, but before we go there, do you think the Nuggets, because you just said they lost to the Suns the year the Suns won, or went from the West, I think they lost to the Warriors last year when the Warriors won the whole thing, and now they won. They allegedly, I'm looking at their salaries and stuff like that right now. They look like they got Jokic, Murray, Porter, Gordon, um, at least until 2025. And allegedly Murray is going to be up for an extension. Even with CBA stuff, this team is like, this roster is staying intact for another couple of years. Do you think they are the team to beat? For, for next year? For next year, for the year after, um, like, are they that? I mean, team? I guess like I feel like every championship team is the is the team to beat unless there's a drastic change. And what you're telling me is there's not going to really be any drastic change. I mean, you might maybe lose a role player, but you you always feel that you can feel that you know there's always somebody willing to come to a championship team to be a role player and maybe take a little less money. So those are, those are always things that you can patch up. Uh, I would definitely think they're the team to beat. I mean, I would love to say that our Milwaukee Bucks are going to be the team to beat next year, but do you, you think we're I better mean? than them? I guess they will uh, start I mean, it. Jokic I, and Giannis. I, I, okay. Let me, let's let do me, it. <laughs> let's well, let's let, just get well, into the it. Team, like team first, or you just want to get into the, the whole comparison? Well, I guess if we're talking to teams, and let's start talking. I think about our team is play. talented. I just think that I think that some things got the best of us this year, and I really do believe that our team was a little tired. Um, you know what I mean? You 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 go so many years in the playoffs, and you know you grind it out, and I think that you do get a little fatigued. But I think our coaching hurt us this year. I I really believe that. I think in the series against Miami a better coach would have made adjustments and he would have put the team, but obviously Giannis getting hurt. I mean, three games, he basically missed three games. Yeah. I wonder how bad it was even after that. So I feel like, honestly, looking at us losing the first round, I feel like it's probably a blessing because that gives us a little bit of a break. It lets Giannis get healthy and then, you I know what I mean? It. Come back into next year. Cause it's just one of those things. Do you want to win the championship? Do you want to see your team in the finals? Fuck yes. Obviously. Fuck yes, I want to see the Bucks in the finals every year. But looking at things, would I have wanted Giannis to play, what, one, two, three more series banged up? No, because I think that takes away from the longevity. I would rather him say, hey, yeah, we lost to the eight seed. He got healthy, and then we went on to win, you know, two more titles in the next five years. I would rather have that. Then oh he grinded out and we made it to the finals but didn't win, and then we'd never make it to the finals again. You know what I mean? Because like I think that you don't. Obviously, there's so many unknowns. A, a guy could get injured, it, fucking, 
making himself breakfast and then that's the you know what I mean like shit can happen but um yeah I think on paper we were a talented team and I think that we could have competed with Denver had we been at uh, full strength, you know what I mean? But I think Bro, it would have been a nice seat. I think the coach, I think Coach Bud would have got out coached like he did against Spolstra, like he's been against so many other coaches. Um, I mean, obviously, I appreciate the fact that he brought it, you know, he, he was part of a team that brought a championship to the city, but I just, you know what I mean? I, I just think that I don't think we would have beat Denver because of the coaching. Yeah, you know, Mike Malone is very underrated, bro. Very underrated. I mean, they had guys stepping up. You know what I mean? They they had guys stepping up. And uh, do you know I, I, much Chris about him? Chris Middleton know? too was what is you know what I mean? He wasn't Helped he wasn't what we needed him to yeah. be. So yeah. All right, let's talk about Jokic and Giannis then. Uh, you okay. said uh, you earlier you said something about yeah or Jokic being like a genius. And then you were talking about me balling and shit. It reminded me of watching him reminds me of like if I'm playing with high schoolers or middle schoolers now. Like the basketball IQ or genius that I have in my head, how I can just like walk slower up the court, but I know where I want to pass, what type of play I want to do and shit like that. That seems like Jokic is just a step ahead. Yeah. I mean, he definitely has a high basketball IQ. He sees the game and like, I mean, people like they make, you know what I mean? They make, uh, he's not in the greatest of shape. And I mean, let's, let's like, let's remember when, when Shaq dominated for a long time, not in the looking the greatest of shape, right? Yeah. He didn't but look like, like he was in the greatest shape. He was using his size as an advantage back then. Yeah, but he had skill though. He had IQ. He knew who, what to do and how to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you can't take away from Jokic. Like, I think Jokic, and that, I think that's a credit to European ball. Like, European ball is very fundamental-based, whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, ball here in the States is flashy, right? You want to see a motherfucker dunking. You want to see him crossing dudes over. You're not thinking, like, wow, what a great pass. Not the average fan, right? Yeah. Like, like people that really love ball, uh, I think they see those things. Like, you know, me and and Ryan always talk about this with football. Like, and I, I know from our conversations, you know, me and you, I know that you see the sport this way too. You see sports in that, in that light. Like you look at the beauty of everything, right? Like you can appreciate uh, a, a type of throw, you know what I mean? Whereas most people just don't see it. Like it's only big plays like, Oh, that guy was so fast. He had an 80 yard touchdown, but you're not seeing the beauty of the block, right? Well, if it wasn't for Bakhtiari hitting that block in that certain way and being smart to know, that if he made that block that Aaron Jones could break out, you know what I'm saying? Like we appreciate that shit. So I think the average fan is not looking at the, at the greatest part of Jokic. And I think that's like the assist stuff, like him creating for the rest of his team. Like I, I think, and that comes with the IQ. That's that European ball. They teach that shit, like fundamentals, passing the ball, how to make the most of your situation. They're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got kids now on TikTok just trying to do cool-ass dunks and yeah, bro. crossovers, but they're not thinking about the game in its entirety. Like, how can I make my team better? How can I, being the guy that I am, you know what I mean? It reminds me of Spurs ball back in the day. Yeah. I'm, well, yeah, Popovich, I think that's the, that's the Popovich thing, right? Like, Popovich has that understanding of basketball, of how to play the game, and win the game and not score the most. It's not necessarily about scoring the most points or having the most highlights. I mean, he had one of the greatest players of all time on his team, Tim Duncan, who people hated to watch because they thought he was boring. I mean, his nickname was the big fundamental because he did, he, he played basketball the way you're supposed to play basketball. And not, I'm not saying like, Oh, these motherfuckers Duncan, that's not the way to play, but he knew the fundamentals, the basics, the how to use the backboard, you know, how to position yourself for a rebound, how like the 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 things that you really have to have an IQ, uh, a high IQ to understand. You know what I mean? You're not just using your athleticism to get by because those guys, we see those guys. Oh, that guy's got athleticism. Then he gets older, and obviously, especially in basketball, you got young kids coming in every year. You know, so you could be. 
25 and you've got all the athleticism in the world. But in two years, when you're 27, the guy that's coming in that's 18, he's going to, you know what I mean? The chances are he's going to have the athleticism over you. He's going to have the advantage over you. So what else can you do to get over that? Like, well, this guy's got a high IQ. So he might not be as athletic as he is, but he knows how to get the rebound over you. He knows how to defend you so that you can't go right because that's your strong side. You got to go left. Like, you know what I'm saying? The intangible. Yeah. So I, and I think that Jokic, you know, I think he's only like 27. Is he 27? I thought he's like 27, 28 maybe. Or 29 maybe. He's around there. He's around 28, 27. The Uh, same with Yanni. They're all like the same age right now. So like, but to have that understanding of basketball at that, you know what I mean? At that stage in your career, I think that's what, you know what I mean? That's what really sets him apart. Uh, He's 28. Um, So, but you know what I mean? I, I think that like now we're going to get into what you had shared with me, right? Like yep. that basically the comparison was Jokic to Giannis now, right? Because Giannis being, you know, the, a young dominant player having won the championship in 2021. Now Jokic is being compared to him. Um, and it's kind of seems like, well, the hype is right. Like Jokic is over Giannis, right? Like he was more dominant. Um, he's the best player in the world. And I mean, obviously he's a fucking great player. So I could see that if if anybody said to me, Jokic is the best player, not Giannis, I could respect it because I think that he is a great player. Do I think he's better than Giannis? I think that they do. They have, uh, uh, an intangible, like advantage over each other. And maybe it's not like. Maybe it's not. I don't know, man, because now I'm kind of second-guessing myself. And No, no, they definitely do. They definitely do. Yanni is better defensively. and Giannis is way better defensively. And Jokic might be better offensively just because he can shoot. Let's – and let's – (laughs) okay, let's put that out there, right? Because Giannis is way better defensively. Uh, It's not like a slight advantage, right? Because what what did you send me? You sent me that tweet, bro. Yeah, okay. The tweet says uh, we'll give out the – credit references that Nathan Marzion kid from Marquette uh he said yeah or somebody tweeted once who's greater all time Jokic or Giannis he goes Giannis has accomplished everything Jokic has and also has a defensive player of the year five all defensive selections and two more first team all NBA selections I mean that to me right there says that he's not better uh, uh, uh more no. And Giannis won earlier. Giannis won, what, two years earlier? I think they're the exact same age. And, yeah. So, and and so, like, when you sent me that, it prompted me to do a a bunch of research, which I normally don't do. Ryan's normally the numbers guy. So I'm kind of proud of myself that, you know, I went out and I did this numbers game. But I went and and I went and got the numbers (laughs) for Giannis in the playoff run of 2021 and Jokic's numbers for this this year's playoff run but then I also so let me just go through uh and then I got the finals I got the final stats uh uh, for Giannis 2021 versus Jokic 2023 and Mm -hmm. so like just in the finals alone so like to say that this is what prompted me to do this was that people and I've seen this other other places too saying that Jokic was more dominant than Giannis in in their championship run. So there's before you even get started, sorry to cut you off. I just want people to like never forget the fact that Giannis scored a 50 point game six closer for the finals. And he made his freaking free throws. All right, go on. Which which is yeah. So uh just just on average for the for the um, 2021, Giannis averaged uh, 35.2 points a game, 13.2 rebounds a game, five assists a game, uh, and he had a 3.7 win share. So a win share, I had to look this up. A win share is um, like the pers- like the. Now I forgot. I should have wrote the shit down. I had it in my head. Like, but it's like them winning over their over the, their opponent the person guarding them like mm-hmm. and it could be on defense uh and offense uh 
So he had a 3.7 win share. So Jokic averaged 30.2 points a game as opposed to, compared to 35.2. Uh, 14 boards a game, so a slight advantage. Yeah. Uh, 7.2 assists, so another slight advantage, which if you take away, if you add uh, or, you know, take points, so you take two assists away and edit points, then it's pretty much it's the same. The same as Giannis. And he had a 5.0 win share. Oh, so shit. Very That's comparable, pretty... but the, they're very similar. So, like, the, the point of me getting this stat specifically was mm-hmm. because if you're going to say that somebody is more dominant than the other person, this this comparison doesn't do it for me. You telling me that, that my player averaged 35.2 points and yours averaged 30.2, yeah, you got the, the extra 2.2 assist on you, but that just kind of evens out the points. And the rebounds and the win share are pretty close to the same. So you didn't dominate. You didn't dominate over that player. You might have dominated the playoffs in the year that you won the championship. Can I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that you dominated more than Giannis did. And and no. I think like you look at um so I'll, I'll go through the playoff totals. Right? Wait, wait, before you go, can I also add that shit, what was I gonna say? Um I didn't include blocks or steals yeah, either. That doesn't so, include but I have that defense stat. at all. And then also the fact, I don't know if you know this or not, but, like, I read this during the regular season somewhere where, like, if Giannis's assist possibilities, like his – like he passing it out to wide open three, allegedly we're the worst, like, team at that. So, like, if you just add a couple more – threes made off of Giannis's passes to a wide open Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton, those type of shit that we all have seen multiple misses, those assist numbers go up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and I mean, yeah, you got to account for that. And I, you know what? I, I won't even, like, I will acknowledge it, but I won't bring it in because I know people say, well, you could say the same for Jokic. So, whatever. But I think that it does speak to the comparison, right? Like, um, outside of outside of this last game, Denver was hitting all their shots. I mean, they they oh, yeah. not like shit in the last game. And they found a way to win, but um, other than, so I could see that. Like I would take that. And and now let, let me jump into the playoff totals. And uh, I'll I'll start with 2021. Giannis had a total of 21 games. Uh, Jokic had 20 this year, right? And I think. There's, you know what I mean? Obviously, they swept the Lakers. Um, you know, they, mm-hmm. they beat Minnesota 4-1. So, you know what I mean? They had a little bit little bit less of a, a grueling series. Uh, and actually, they really had no grueling series. There was None. really nothing, um, you know what I mean, even, even competitive about these series in total. But so Giannis's totals in the 21 games, he had 634 points. 25 blocks, 21 steals, uh, 108 assists, uh, 269 rebounds. Uh, He shot 58.4% and he played 800 minutes. Whereas uh, Jokic, so uh, 20 games, he played one less game. So you got to keep that in mind. Uh, 600 points, uh, so comparable, 20 blocks. Uh, 21 Not- steals, exactly the same. 269 rebounds, exactly the same. Uh, he shot 54.8%, so less. Played 789 minutes, so a little less. But he had 190 assists, so I do give him the credit. In- what were the blocks assists. number again? Can you read that one off? Um, 25 for Giannis and 20 for Jokic. So oh, okay. Similar. That's pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. That, so, again, I, I say this not to say that Giannis is the dominant player over Jokic. It's to say that that's too close of a comparison to say that one dominated over the other. Yes, the assist is crazy, right? Jokic broke records with his assist, right? He had 190 assists in the playoffs this year. So, for a guy at his position, I can totally understand that. That's crazy, right? You know, no, he, it's, it's going to change the game. Now that's all people are going to look at for. Like, Wemby is going to be a freaking center point guard like Jokic. Yeah, but, again, like, to say that Jokic is more dominant than Giannis, I really don't 
Like, I'm still not seeing it, right? I'm still not seeing it. And I have the breakdown, and I'll get, I'll jump into this. So that was the playoff stats. I have the stats for each final series, right? So Giannis, uh, six games uh, against the, the Suns. Um, only five for Jokic, right? They only went to game five. But, again, uh, the minutes, 239 for Giannis to 205. Uh, and that makes sense, right? That's like a game difference. Um, it, it is, but it really isn't. If you actually look at the minutes, like the last time you said, what was it? Jokic had 20 games and Giannis had 21, but they were only off by like 11 minutes. Now this is only off by like 24 minutes, whereas it's one ga- uh, it's a well, game difference. Like, that shows... the, cav- the, the caveat is um, but, that first game, Giannis didn't play that many minutes. So that was remember he got injured uh, against the, the the Hawks. Yep, but that was that twenty twenty game where we're like, holy shit, he can do that on like that like. <laughs> yeah, but he got remember he missed that that last game against the Hawks. Yep. So the first game against the the Suns, he was like questionable, and he didn't play that many minutes. I mean, we lost that game, so he didn't play that many minutes. Okay. So I think that that's something to think about. You know what For I mean? Sure. Like he, he, he only played, I think 20 something minutes compared to what his usual is. What like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 30, and also Bud's coaching just shows a little bit of a difference though. Bud versus Malone. Yeah. But the point differential 211 to 161. Wow. And, so, and I know there's only one game difference, but that's a pretty big, you know what I mean? 79 boards for you. Wait, 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 wait. 211 to 161. What is that? That is 50 points? Yeah, just about. That's, that's so the, that's, that's game six pointer. right and there, that's bro. The that's, yeah. that's it right there. That's, yeah, that's kind of crazy. 79 boards for Giannis to 70. Uh, and this is the crazy thing, right, where we looked at the playoff total. So Giannis's playoff total for assists was only 108. Mm-hmm. And Jokic had 190 for the whole playoffs. Mm-hmm. But in the finals, Giannis had 30, Jokic had 36. That's a pretty that's a that's way closer. That's yeah. way closer. And, and so when you talk about the games on the line, the series is on the line, the most important series of all the playoffs, they're really not that far off. Eleven blocks for Giannis, seven for Jokic, seven steals to four. Um and they shot comparable 60.93% from the field for Giannis, 59.6 for Jokic. Uh, Jokic had a rough game four. He didn't play very well. Um, but, again, I get to the point where how can you say a guy is more dominant than <laughs> you really can't. When, when, when statistically, and it's a team sport. I always say it's a team sport. I always give credit to, to the other people. I mean, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray was balling. I don't know. Was Chris Middleton balling like that that year, though? He mean he was the reason we won against the Hawks, and he was hitting those clutch shots. He was not as sick as Jamal as I don't think so, but there were times where Chris was doing what okay. Jamal. Was doing. Uh, okay, I'll give it a wash then. Even I'll, I'll give it to him. So, I, I but just, the fact is, though, I, I think this is say, all comparable. I was gonna say Jamal Murray. We, that's where I was saying earlier, also averaged 10 assists a game in the finals. That shows that this team, the Nuggets, they just hit their shots, bro. Like yeah. KCP, Michael Porter Jr., Bruce Brown, bro, that white dude from Christian Braun. Braun, Braun yeah, the rookie. The, he, wherever he goes, they just win. So yeah, he won all yeah. in high school and his and in college. and. <clears throat> Yeah, dude. So, like, I, I feel like the assist thing also, like you said, 36 to 30. I've You can't say Jokic is better or more dominant than Giannis. When you were to, if you were to actually put them both on the court, first off, everybody's going to say they're two different players. One plays slow, one plays athletic and shit, and that's true. But that's why you can only make the statement the other way around, that Giannis is more dominant than Jokic. Because if they were to go 1v1, Yanni would be running all around him. Yeah. All over him. And his defense is better. Exactly. I mean, it's hard because, like, obviously, man, we're homers, right? We're Bucks fans. Yeah, we're biased. I'm trying not to be biased. Like, Jokic. But if you're going to start a team, do you want to start a team around Giannis or do you want to start a team around Jokic? 
That's a tough fucking question. I'll admit it. That's a tough question. I don't live in the past. That's your ego. I live in the present. If you look in the future, that's not being humble. Whatever that Giannis fucking quote is, bro, that's my fucking answer to that. It's it's just kind of, you know what I mean? Like, you look at that, at, and I, again, I think you're 100% correct. Everything is going to be about now, right? What What's we just on? saw. But at the same time, bro, they beat an eight seed, right? They yeah. beat a team. And, and but that eight this is, beats this so is, many other seeds. I know, but this is no discredit. <laughs> this ain't like, I mean, I fucking hate Miami Heat. I do. Yeah, I hate but... Jimmy Butler. I do. Not not personally, Jimmy. This is like, I hate Jimmy. Just the against us. Player. He just fucks I us. I hate Jimmy time. Butler, the basketball player, against yeah. the Bucks. Yes. That's, a, that's, that's the perfect way to put that. Uh, so this is not a discredit, but the Heat became a team that they were not all year round. Got hot. But at the end, I feel like they played like the team that they were all year yep. round. That's and... exactly um, like they – sorry to cut you off. No, but go, like, ahead. go ahead. The defense of the Nuggets was crazy, right? Everybody's like, oh, my God, look at how many points they held the Heat to. But the Heat, they that's how they were going into the playoffs. They were the lowest, I think, the lowest scoring team going into the playoffs. And, then and the was, worst three-point shooting team. And then they just caught it back like they were last year when they were that yeah. one seed. And that's so, what I was telling, like, what, you know, I was uh, talking with Ryan. And I said that. I said, dude, they're the worst three-point shooting team and they got hot against the Bucks. And at first I just was like, oh, this is classic Bucks. Giving it up, you know what I mean? Giving letting them letting scrubs play fucking great against them. But then they went and beat the Knicks and then they went and beat the Celtics. And they just I feel like you can you can argue by them beating all these teams, this was the team they were supposed to be all year, but I can't take away the way they played in the regular season. And I can't help but say they became a team that they weren't supposed to be. And Bro, Also, we were talking earlier about health. Like, health is the main thing in, I've noticed from watching all my entire life in all sports. Uh, Packers, football, Bucks, basketball. Uh, when we won the finals, we beat the Nets because everybody's going to say because of the foot, but Kyrie and Harden, they both went down. Yep. Um, when right now the Heat going to the finals, they took down Giannis. When they beat the Celtics, Tatum kind of got hurt. I don't want to give the Celtics ever a reason. Um, but he did roll his ankle like a little bit. We've all had that little twitch at the ankle and it hurts. And some people are built like Giannis who can just take it and forget about it and still put 50 points and 20 boards up. Like, yeah. but there's that factor that like the heat, like, yes, they lost here on all the depot, but they didn't lose Jimmy at the end, you know? No, so, they, they, I think they just, they got overwhelmed by a more talented team. You know what yeah. I mean? They, they were like. Nuggets win it the entire year, bro. Give them they were their, in over their head. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, they just got hot. Like you said, they just got hot, and that's what it is. Packers 2010, wild card team wins the Super Bowl, and that's what it's and just you take about. take it, though, right? If you're, if you're that team, right, say say the Heat found a way and they actually won the championship, you don't give a fuck what people say. Oh, fuck. You, you, you take it. Bring, hey, we bring. were the best team. Even if you weren't the best team, you were the best team at the, at the time that you needed to be. You I know what I mean? I and I, I would have loved to uh, – so did you did you watch the the last game the Denver game? Denver and Heat, yeah. Did yeah. you stay to watch the the interviews on the stage and all that? I did not, just because I I kind of reached a point of Jokic of uh, I want to go home. Like I was just like, all right, bro, I'm going fucking home. Like <laughs> you aren't fucking caring. Why should I? You know, like, yeah, yeah. But I, I want to give Denver all their props, bro. Like, bro, they. they they're a great team. I would, but what, what, and I asked you that because I was thinking when I watched and I saw them on stage and I said, fuck, man, that should have been the Bucks. And I know oh. every team says that. I know Celtics fans could say that. Uh, Knicks fans could say that if they want. But 
I just was like, how awesome of a fucking like series would that have been? A healthy mm-hmm. Bucks versus a healthy Nuggets. I just I think that that would have been a great series. I don't know if we even would have won. I'll be honest. I'm, no, I'm it would have been good. As I am, Denver is a they're very well put together. You know what I mean? And, and again, it's not to discredit. I give them all the credit. They that from the GM, from the owner to the GM to the coach to the players, they had top to top to bottom. They had it put together. Uh, I just you know it, I think that maybe they had an easier run than the Bucks did, but. You know, again, the uh, they had Lakers, Brooklyn. they had the, Suns. The, the Bucks played Brooklyn without Irving and Harden. You know what I mean? Uh, but you know, we beat a Hawks team that had beat the number one seed, Philly, right? With yep. Embiid, Embiid didn't get hurt, and we beat them. And we even had Giannis miss a game, and we beat them. And then the, the Phoenix, I think Phoenix that year was better than they were this year with Durant. Yeah, I think them having Mikel Bridges. And Cam Johnson and and those guys and I think that they were a better team than they were this year, but you know I give I say but you know they beat they beat Minnesota the the Nuggets this year, then they beat Phoenix you know with Durant but again depleted team I think they were missing the depth on on the bench. Chris they beat Paul. the Lakers I think the Lakers again I I equate the Lakers to what the Heat did. The Lakers got hot at the right time, but then at the end they showed. The team that they really were. Anthony Davis hurt, banged up, not the greatest. Man, you're just you know a LeBron hater. Let's up. just move past that. I, I didn't even put LeBron down. I know, I, mean, I know LeBron where you're about to go a, though. With that. Had, <laughs> like Thirty points in the first half, you know. But you know, in the end, uh, you you give you give Denver the credit. Uh, I just don't think that the comparisons of or, or the 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 saying that Jokic is more dominant than Giannis, or even just saying Jokic dominated the playoffs or the finals more than Giannis did. I don't think that's comparable because in that last game, Giannis, Giannis didn't need a fucking have an assist. He was like, fuck this man. I'm going to score 50 points. And he scored the big buckets, but you know, Jokic came through in the second half for Denver. Uh, I just, again, it's not more dominant. I would have put them as equal. I'll be honest, looking at all these stats and having watched the games, I would say, if you're going to say anything, you say they're equal. You say they're both, the same. They both did the same for their team. They both carried their team when they needed it to. They both, you know what I mean? Yes, Jokic is better offensively maybe, but really not really because the, the point is down. But he's got more assists. He's yeah, a better he, shooter. Giannis plays better defense. You know Bro, what I mean? And Jokic is a better shooter. He is. He that's, is. that's the one thing I'll say. And I'm trying to be so not biased, you know, be like, because, you know, I love Yanni. I still wear the freak ones. But Jokic, like, could not, like, obviously Giannis couldn't have done it without Chris and Drew. But Jokic could not have done it without Jamal Murray. No, because he showed us the last two years. Jamal Murray just went ape shit, bro. Jamal Murray was balling like Steph Curry out there. Like, at times, Jamal Murray is going to become the more important player. Yeah, that could happen. In my opinion. Because... It's you know what I mean, like you just said, he couldn't have done without him because they and they proved that the last two years. This team was no different outside of Jamal Murray being healthy. And FPJ though, Michael Porter Jr. was also like I think hurt one of the years. I mean, I feel like he's just always hurt. Yeah, I mean, it's just like his nature. He came into the into the game hurt, but you know, I again the point was, I don't think it was more dominant. I give them the credit. They waited the, the they waited forty seven years to win their first championship. Fucking live it up, Denver. You know, Nuggets fans, true Nuggets fans, uh, Serbian fans for Jokic. You know what I mean? Canadian fans for Jamal Murray. Live it up. They bring the world together. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. Like, I'm That's dope. Take, I'm not being a hater. Like, I'm not take, taking away from them. I just don't like the media coming out and saying Jokic is more dominant than Giannis. It's like, hold on, bro. Take nah. take a pause. Yellow light. You know what I mean? Take yield real quick and look at the shit and say, ah, you know what? They did the same thing. Not even yield, bro. Stop and take a fucking U turn, bro. Go back. The two, the two had two different players that can do the same thing. Because as as much as people love MVP and Embiid, where was Embiid this year? The same place out of the discussion. Same place he always is, bro. Just watching, just watching Uh, on the couch, bro. I. 
I feel like the only way we could ever know, and we'll probably get it hopefully in the near future on like JJ Reddick's podcast or some shit, or like, but like, uh, players coming out and saying, who are they more afraid of? You know, Yanni or yeah. Joe? And that will give us our answer. Yeah, I can um, see that. I, I want to ask you this question because I don't, I'm too young to remember, and I remember you being a big Spurs fan and me like starting to respect them too late um, before we, head out for the night um david robinson his name's popped up a couple times this week i was just scrolling through shit because people got Jokic above him now and Jokic got uh, like Giannis above so they got like Jokic, Giannis, david robinson that's how people have it now and that's like the 15th best player in the league is Jokic in that terms and those people are looking in so like david robinson do you think Cause I remember, dude. I I've read somewhere where didn't he have a quadruple double with Bro, blocks? David Robinson was a monster. Like honestly, I I like remember. Probably I remember more of the end of his career, but mm-hmm. he was a monster, bro. The admiral, he was a fucking beast, dude. I I challenge people to go, but and that's the hard part is that obviously the younger generations of people they didn't get to see these guys in action. And when they yeah. look at the league now, it's very easy to say, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the the, the league is different. Because it is. I, I give it to you. I, I'll be the first person to say, when I started watching basketball in the 90s as a kid, compared to the 2000s and then the 2010s, and not, like, basketball is drastically different. I think that it was more... It was more physical back then, and I think it was more fundamental back then. You didn't, you couldn't get on the court doing the shit that guys do now. Mm-hmm. But see, it's okay now. You know what I mean? Guys like Steph Curry. Curry changed the game. That's what I was just about to say. Changed the game for shooting. Uh, guys like LeBron, I you know I give it to him. Changed the game where you could be this fucking six eight six nine. 200 and whatever, 60, 70 pound guy. Beast. And, you know, not be a guy that only grabs rebounds. You know what I yeah. mean? You, you got to think about, yeah, oh, the, you know, the, they, only, they only scored 90 points a game back then. They scored, they average 110 now. Well, the game is different, bro. It's just changed the way you do it. You know, back then you had more, you didn't have a whole bunch of teams pushing the ball because. It might have worked in college, but when you got to the NBA and you got to these, the, you're playing with the best of the best, that didn't always work. You didn't have, you know, and I, I do think that that guys are more athletic now. You have more, you know, and maybe they're, they're, they're skewed a little bit because guys of those sizes weren't allowed to play athletically. They weren't allowed to be athletic. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, you're big, yeah. you're strong, you play down low and grab rebounds and uh, you don't get to score. You don't get to, you know, go in the paint and do this. LeBron, Curry, these guys changed the game. AI, you know what I mean? AI changed the game. You, yeah. Your point guard wasn't having to be the true point and distribute the ball and facilitate the game. Your AI said, shit, you could get a, a point guard and that motherfucker could run the whole team. The offense runs through that guy in terms of not facilitating, but being the offense, you know, like, you don't have John Morant if you don't have AI, and I believe that. You know what I mean? Oh no, yeah, no, hell yeah. And even Bro, a guy you don't like have Shaq, you don't have my my one of my favorite players of all time. You don't have Dwayne Wade without AI. You don't have a lot of them without. Yeah, AI. and like you look at Shaq. Shaq showed you didn't have to be Patrick Ewing or Hakeem Olajuwon. You know, although Hakeem was Hakeem was way different, bro. That he could shoot. He wasn't just your physical in the paint center, he has some finesse to him. He was, like, one of the first. Bro, he was fast and didn't get in triple He had that turnaround, that fadeaway. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, Shaq showed that you could be, you could be the focal point of the offense as a center. You weren't just grabbing rebounds and blocking shots, you know? So you've had guys change the layout of the game. But if you're a true basketball fan, go back and watch David Robinson. Oh, yeah. Dude was a beast, you know. Dude was a beast, and, and to have him and then have Duncan come in was like the perfect. It was the perfect yeah, transition. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. I think the same is going to be for for Wemby coming. He, obviously, he's going to go number one to the Spurs. 
There is no better, and and honestly, for the people, I, I'm one of these people that say sometimes that the NBA is rigged. Uh, I would agree if somebody wants to say, "Hey, this is rigged." They want Wemby to go to the Spurs. I would 100% agree with that because there's no better coach in the NBA, period, for a guy like Wemby to go to and get molded by than Gray Popovich. I mean, there is no better. So for the league, if you want the fucking Wemby hype to stay hype and actually have, like, fulfillment, the one person that you want him to go to would be Coach Popovich. And that's just that. I think that's facts, bro. I don't. I, I would argue that with anybody. I couldn't Nobody agree more, bro. Any different, but I couldn't uh, agree more. And I hope next year we're saying the same, or right now we say the same shit for Marjan and Adrian Griffin, our new coach. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny that you say that. So let me bring up one thing before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, Bradley Beal. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's not even a rumor; it's a report that the Wizards are trying to work a trade for him to go wherever he wants to go. Uh, the, the two teams that I've seen that are linked to him the most are the Heat and the Bucks. So that's our team. Okay. Hell yeah, bro. Um, I've, been, I've been thinking about Beal for, like, since John Walls left. But give, okay. I, I like the scoring, but give me what you're willing to give up for him. Shit. <sighs> You got your computer out real quick. Can you check no. the on Bradley Beal? <laughs> All right, I'll check it out real quick. Um, damn. I'm in, and I'm asking you this because I saw uh, somebody's tweet of like a possible trade scenario. And it was Holiday and Marjan for Beal. And I Ooh. thought, absolutely fucking not. No, yeah. With Drew, you can't. Would you do it with Chris? But yeah. I don't want. I wouldn't want to give up Marjan though either. Then, no, you know? I uh, think. I think, and, and and the part of me that thinks that that's not a possibility is the fact that Marjan's out in Greece working out with Giannis. With Yanni, yeah. There's, there's no-, no way that Griffin and Adrian Griffin, the new coach and the GM, don't have plans for Marjan because I think that that's where Coach Bud dropped the ball. He played what do you do, like, at the beginning of the season, and then he didn't play him towards the end. And I think that we were fucking getting cooked. Why not throw the guy in and see what you got and try to develop him? But what would you do? Would you do Chris and something else, like Chris and Bobby for Bradley and something else on their yeah, team? Let I me don't ask, even know what let, they have. Let me ask you a question. Do you see much of a difference between Bradley Beal and Chris Middleton? A little bit, just with the game type like they both are the same in the fact that they are shooters and that they will get their basket the way they get their basket i just think like it looks different you know bradley beals faster more athletic chris is like more slow let me back somebody down mid-range fadeaway which i love don't get me wrong that's my fucking game but bradley beal i feel like that with yanni would just be look cooler you know yeah I, I'm willing to give up Middleton, and I think that if you give up, because I think Beal. Has, I don't know if we can though, because Yanni would. I don't know if you can though with Yanni, you know. Well, I mean that's the obvious thing, right? If Giannis doesn't want Beal, then you don't get Beal. If he yeah. doesn't want to give up Drew or Middleton, you're really limited. You know what I mean? And, and so like, Giannis to me has to be like, hey man, I'm cool with giving up. This guy and this guy, or you know what I mean, or hey man, I don't want to give up anybody, so we can't have Beal. Um, I just I was thinking about it earlier, and I just thought to myself, I don't see, like I don't see much of a difference. Like, would you do it for I Dame? I just don't watch Beal that much though, because Washington's just not good. Beal's fell off just because I think he was like injured a little bit this year. But would you do it for Dame? See, okay, I had a conversation. So either way, I think uh, Dame is a point guard. He's a small guy. Yeah, but he could play shooting guard or Drew would play shooting guard. So, yeah. So then you bump Drew to the shooting guard and it's like, does that take away from Drew's ability to play defense? I mean, he's mostly, you know, he does guard the best player a lot, which oftentimes isn't just the point guard. It's maybe the two. So, like, maybe much doesn't change for him. But then you do get smaller in the backcourt with Holiday and Dame. 
Um, I don't know how tall Beal is. How do you know how tall Beal is? I want to say six four, six five, maybe six so, three. Because I mean, how tall is uh? Let me check real quick. Bradley Beal, um, six four. Okay, and what's uh Middleton's like six seven, right? Yeah, Middleton's kind of long too. Beal does not have that, but like Middleton's slow. Uh, I guess Middleton does have the edge on defense. Yeah. So I don't know, man. But I just I want I was curious. I wanted to get your opinion. I know we're gonna wrap this up, but yeah. uh, I just wanted to throw that out there because there's rumors flying. I'm I'm cool not having Beal. We can find a creative way to get him without. Uh, I don't want to give up Drew. If I got to give up one or the other, it's Middleton over Drew. But yeah, and if we know. do give up Middleton, I don't really want to give up anything else, to be honest. No, we don't have much. I think you, you know what I mean. You got to think about those things. Yeah. Uh, Lopez is a free agent. We've got to re-sign him. Uh, Javon Carter's probably going to opt out. Uh, Crowder's a free agent. Um, have you guys done your uh, Bucks off season yet? Not yet. We not should... yet. So, bro, but, hit me up, man. Yeah, yeah. If you have any opinions, I'll hit you up. If you want to, if you want to join in, man, we can definitely get you on. Uh, yeah, I do want to say I appreciate you hopping on here, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I could get you out here, and I know uh, for everybody listening, he was a little nervous. But it's just two dudes talking sports, bro. Not much I, different. I feel like nowadays, after pandemic and shit, everybody got some type of anxiety or something. So, yeah, I was for sure getting a little bit of anxiety getting a hop or hopping up on this. But, yeah, man, chatting with you anytime, bro. Just let me know. Uh, again, thanks for having me on. Uh, hopefully, I get to catch Ryan sometime. Yeah, man. We'll get you on, bro. Now that you got the app and everything and you're comfortable, we'll get you on, bro. Hell yeah, congrats to him and his family though for sure. And uh Yeah, man. Uh I'll at you, bro. As we say on the pod, peace. <laughs>